Welcome to the Top Flight Podcast. My name is Esteban Bailey, and joining me today is Shanith Demel. How are you doing, Shanith? Good, thanks. Yeah, we're going to be discussing West Ham, a West Ham United today. Now, West Ham had a pretty tough season last year. If you know, they finished in thirteenth. It was another bad season at the New London Stadium. Slavin Bilic, their manager last season, was sacked in November after a terrible start. David Moyes came in, and it was fair to say that most Hammer fans were pretty unimpressed with the appointment. There were some ugly scenes at the Olympic Stadium, but even though Moyes is not really highly regarded as a manager, they were actually able to finish pretty comfortably above the relegation zone after a pretty scary start and a pretty scary season. Now, this summer has seen another uh, big transfer window for the Hammers. And also the acquisition of a new manager and Manuel Pellegrini, who was the former manager of Manchester City a couple seasons ago. And, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty good. It's, it, it's an interesting acquisition. He was coaching in China for the last few years. But questions remain about this squad, and there's, you know, there's questions about West Ham. Now, what, what can you tell me a little bit about this roster? Um, as you said, uh, West Ham have made uh, seven transfers in the window so far. Um, and it's been a fairly big statement, especially with the owners, David Gold and David Sullivan, previously not being that ambitious in the market. But um, to be fair fair to them, they've uh, spent about $45 million on uh, Felipe Anderson from Lazio. And overall, the net spend, I believe, is about £85.3 million. So that's a fairly, fairly uh, large outlay with uh, uh, only being second to Liverpool as well. Um, the roster, to me looks uh they've strengthened uh, really really well in the defense fabianski is a great uh choice of goalkeeper he's uh proven at the level he's uh very good in the box uh claiming crosses and saves they've improved this central defense by uh getting in fabian balbuena from corinthians and uh isa diop who's the french under 20 captain as well um but to me the area that's really lacking is central central midfield. They've only got about four fit uh, centre midfielders and uh, one true uh, CDM in Pedro Obiang who's been linked with an exit anyway. Um, so I really can't see us doing that well unless uh, that area is uh, strengthened uh, in the near future. You don't have any faith in uh, former Arsenal man Jack Wilshere? <laughs> to me he's he's hit and miss but regardless he's not a CDM so he, he'll be a good pass maker and um, definitely a, a great replacement at his price tag uh, for Manuel Lanzini until he comes back but uh, unfortunately unless he has that protection uh, behind him uh, which in my opinion the likes of Cheku Kuarte and uh, Pedro Obiang may not be able to give him, um, you know, West Ham will seriously struggle in midfield. Yeah, you know, I want to talk a little bit about uh, West Ham's kind of, you know, we, we were talking about Wilshire, and he's also an injury risk, which, you know, it, as an Arsenal fan, I've seen for the past, you know, near decade of just terrible injury luck for him. And last season, there were, you know, West Ham was marred by terrible injuries. Of course, to players like Antonio, Lanzini got hurt during the summer while he was playing for Argentina. Andy Carroll is always injured. 
you know, it's it's not that West Ham doesn't have a, a, a talented squad, but it's it's really interesting how everything seems to go wrong for the Hammers, no matter what. Obviously, their last season at Upton Park at the bowling ground was excellent. Dimitri Payet was a player of the year candidate, frankly, because he was just so incredible for that team. But the last two seasons at the London Stadium have been really disappointing. Slavin Bilic has not been able, was not very good. David Moyes, while he the results improved, I, I wouldn't say that the style of football was particularly nice. Um, what, you know, what do you think about Pellegrini's appointment? Do you think that could maybe change the fortunes of the club? Maybe this season might be the first real successful one at the new stadium. Uh, look, certainly, I hope so. Um, Pellegrini is a proven manager in England and around the world. He's won titles in three different countries, I believe, and uh, has never finished lower than eighth, I believe. Uh, he took Malaga, of course, to the Champions League quarterfinals uh, only a few years back. And, um, you know, I have I have faith that he can, uh, if given a long-term run at the job, he can transform West Ham. But as for this season, I'm... Uh, cautious and a bit hesitant as to making grand uh, predictions of uh, European places or anything yet. Um, It's really hard to say where West Ham will finish. As you said, there's been years of upheaval. Last three years or so have been quite up and down. Um, There's been patchy form and uh, uh, fan riots in the stadium. So if I had to put my finger at a place, I'd say ninth or tenth. Um, if I'm completely honest, being conservative, of course, I'd hope for a European place. But um, as I say, with the deficiencies in midfield, serious deficiencies in my opinion, unless something's done in the transfer market, I can't really see us uh, challenging for those European places. Well, I mean, West Ham is one of the more talented squads, at least on paper, that we have in the Premier League. Of course, we have the new signings like Philip Anderson, as you mentioned. There's also Yarmolenko from Dortmund. He's been a Ukrainian star for many years now, and he's an interesting winger. I think he'll probably fit in quite well in the Premier League. But you also have players like, of course, Chicharito Hernandez, who has been linked away with a move away from the club, but for now he's still there. You also have the player of the season last year, Marko Arnautovic. Um, do you think that... These players with Pellegrini and maybe this kind of new attitude that the club is still spending money could potentially see a boost in the the quality of these players. Or I know you mentioned that you don't think that they're going to be more than maybe a ninth or tenth as a conservative estimate, but there is a lot of talent on this team. Why do you think it's not always? Why don't they always play up to their to their talent level? It's really hard to pinpoint one reason, honestly. Um, I hope that Pellegrini will be able to transform the uh, players from just mere talents to well, uh, well-working, skillful players. Um, certainly, the early signs are good with the likes of Arthur Masuaku, who was a great wing-back, but his defi- uh, uh, defensive deficiencies were really clear to see and very painful in uh, last year's opening game against Manchester United when he was repeatedly caught out. Um, but uh, as I mentioned in the early preseason games, he's uh, looked like a man transformed. Uh, Aaron Cresswell has been injured, and in his absence, um, reverting back to a four-man defence. Uh, Mazuaku, he's been caught out once or twice, which is to be expected, but he's played really well. So I hope the same uh, can be said of the rest of the squad. Certainly, central defence looks a little like... Um, Pellegrini might need to focus on uh, organizing them a bit more there. 
Um, but the signs look good, and um, he's an astute coach. He has a very clear philosophy, um, and uh, if he's not playing his favourite four-two-two-two, which would see most likely Chicharito or Lanzini playing off of uh, Marco Arnautovic, um, I'm the the way the squad is set, it's probably going to look like a four-two-three-one. Yeah, so actually speaking of that squad or the you know some kind of subtractions of the squad, we've had a couple, I guess not high profile, but some medium profile departures from the club. Of course, Joe Hart has returned to Manchester City. He was kind of a disaster last year, I think you'd agree. Uh, Patrice Evra didn't, is not returning. Uh, James Collins was unceremoniously released by the club uh, through email. I think that was a story which is pretty terrible for you know how much he gave to that club. Uh, throughout the years and you know I'm sure a lot of West Ham fans uh, were mad about that but I guess the biggest departure and I'm wondering how you think that could affect the team as you mentioned that midfield is kind of a problem John Mario uh, was arrived on loan in January and he had a pretty interesting kind of second half to the season he had a couple really great goals he he seemed to be a part of that catalytic uh, kind of movement and give that team a boost to get them out of the relegation zone are you at all worried that because John Mario is not there and Lanzini's hurt and Wilshire is going to have to take the, that kind of reign. Like, do you think John Mario's absence is going to be really felt this season? Look, to be honest, not really. And um, actually, actually, it's interesting that you mention him because uh, West Ham are apparently looking into renewing his loan for another season. So we might not have seen the last of him in the Premier League yet. But... Um, for me, Mario was patchy. Uh, he certainly showed signs of promise towards the end. Um, naturally, it would have taken him some time to adjust to the, to the pace and the style of play in the Premier League. Um, he did score some uh, fabulous goals. Um, but to me, where this squad is lacking, as I've said, is in central defensive midfield. And uh, Mario, while he's a great creative player and loves to push forward he's not that kind of player so I don't feel he will be that much of a miss as opposed to say uh, someone more like for example missing out on William Carvalho who moved to Real Betis instead of uh, uh, him um, or someone like uh, uh, Jean-Michel Serri who moved to Fulham of course I feel they were they would be more of a miss than uh, Mario so you mentioned, we, this is usually the part of the show where we talk about our expectations for the club, but you've already mentioned that you think that a ninth or 10th finish is likely what West Ham is going to do. But let's just, let's, let's, let's use our imagination here. I want to ask you, what needs to go right for West Ham to potentially challenge for a Europa League spot or, God forbid, a Champions League spot? Like, what do you think needs to fall in place for this West Ham team to overachieve this season? Well, there's certainly got to be something of a few things falling in place for that to happen. Um, having a look at the fixture list, the first few fixtures will be crucial. There's uh, Liverpool away, of course, in the first game of the season. And then there's Arsenal, Everton, Chelsea and United all within the first few weeks. Now, if we can get some good points from those games, um, not necessarily all wins, of course, but uh, even snatching a point, say, away to Liverpool or away to Arsenal. Those will add up, and those will be crucial. Um, West Ham have had a terrible record with uh, injuries in the last few years, which has hampered them somewhat. Um, getting those players back, the likes of Lanzini, Reed, and Cresswell, 
and keeping them fit is crucial as well because uh, uh, last season David Moyes really struggled with having a large number of senior players out around the new year period and that really affected them in what could have proved crucial if they had been relegated. Um, Another thing, as I've mentioned multiple times, is uh, strengthening in the midfield before we can think of any any uh, European push, in my opinion. Um, there's really not enough mobility or um, defensive cover in that squad to account for what, in my opinion, has been a really shaky central defensive combinations in the preseason games. So, yeah, all those things will have to come in place fairly quickly before any thought of a European push can be um, even entertained. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. I'm I, I, I'm not as optimistic as you are on West Ham. I don't think that a top 10 finish, um, I think that would be a pretty great achievement considering the last couple seasons. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's more likely that they're going to be, you know, disaster is always around the corner when it comes to West Ham. But I think, while I'm not as optimistic as you, I think they're going to be safe. I don't think they're going to get relegated this year, obviously. I think they have too much talent. They have too good of a coach. Uh, maybe if you're right, if maybe if they get a couple points in the early part of the season, that momentum can lead them into maybe Europa League charge. But uh, you know, I I like to, I like I always like watching West Ham. I think it's always fun, whether it's you know it's fun because it's Schadenfreude or it's fun because it's entertaining. It's regard you know it doesn't matter. But we'll see what happens with West Ham this year. But uh, thank you for coming on. This was a pleasure. It's always fun to talk to a West Ham fan because uh, y- y'all are pretty interesting. Uh, but uh, that's the Top Flight Podcast for today. We'll be previewing the rest of the EPL teams before the start of the season, so keep coming back to this feed. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you soon. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.